0: Green Visions, Green Ideas.
1: In today's episode, we present two students behind the Green Alcyon survey on the use of bicycle facilities at Alcyon and the result of the survey. Hello and welcome to our third episode of this year. On the microphone today is Katarina, and Oliver also joins us today. And we welcome as guests Barbara Petkova. Hi. Hi. And Anne Wichmann-Lilholt. Hi. As usual, we are supported by allgoodspeakers.com. Hello everybody, thank you for joining. And I'm very proud that you are here. We are four in this episode, that's very nice. And our topic is actually cycling. The reason why we are so concerned about uh, cyclists and bicycles, especially here for Alcyon and Sönderborg, is that it is so important that we make the transition from driving by car to using the bike. If you have only five kilometers or less to your job, this should make it possible for you to take the bicycle and make an active contribution for the climate. It changes a lot and all employees and municipalities are expected to make their contribution in form of enough and safe places to leave the bicycle. And this is actually the background for changing something around Alcyon. And Barbora and Anna did a survey on behalf of the Green Alcyon initiative to investigate the use of bicycles and how people use them to drive to Alcyon. This investigation was supported financially by the Ownership Association of Alcyon. It was done at the beginning of December and students and staff of all organizations at Alcyon were asked about their opinions and uh, about their way they use the bicycles. 150 students and 86 staff members, including orchestra, responded to the survey. And thanks a lot really to all of you that contributed and allow, allow us now to draw some conclusions and hopefully make the life for cyclists better. The starting point of the survey was to get an estimate of the need of bicycle for bicycle stands at Alcyon. But uh, maybe it's better Barbora explains a little bit about um, why we started the survey and, and what the, the aim was. Yes. So, hi, thank you for for inviting me to
2: the podcast. Um, when, we, when we and Annie started with the survey for the cyclists, we have decided first to contact the headquarters of our campus to get the estimation of how many students are studying currently at SDU and ESV and how many of the staff members the campus has. And then we have also tried to get the estimates for the future numbers to draw some conclusions of how many bike stands we actually need. And then... What was our second step would be to focus on the survey itself. So we wanted to investigate what are the factors that influence the decision whether people should cycle to La Sion or not, and whether they rather commute by, by car or not. So what we were asking in the survey was whether, for example, the bad weather that is very common in Denmark is discouraging the, the students and the staff to take the bike, or whether it's more about not knowing how to act in traffic, or maybe some sometimes we estimated that the factor could be the insufficient bike facilities around Alcyon. So the bike stands that would not be good enough because they might scratch the bikes or that we don't have um, and the shower facilities if somebody commutes for the, for the long distances. So we were trying to find out what is the biggest problem for people who decide not to take the bike and what is the reasoning behind that. We also decided to make two surveys because we we kind of figured out that the staff and the students have different point of view on what is important for them when they take the bike to their job or to the school. Since usually the staff people take more um, formal clothes, we would say. So they also need to take into consideration how, they, how formally they look and whether they feel comfortable, comfortable during the day since they have different working hours than we as students. Um, yeah, so that would be about survey. And then the next step was that we decided to also make interviews with different students and stuff to get deeper insight on their answers and why they answered the way they did. And the interviews were, were very rich in different recommendations and suggestions on what can be improved. We have figured out many, many little things that can be improved very easily. So we very much hope that our project and the contribution that we did to the project will make a change in how the campus of Sonnevog. Looks right now and how friendly it is to the
0: biking.
1: Yes, actually that's really good. You did a lot of work with the survey and also the interviews and a lot of results came out of this and maybe Anna wants to go a bit bit deeper now into the result part of the survey. Yeah, well thank you again also for
3: having me. Um, we got a lot of different uh, solutions from all of our data and, but also from the data, we also got a lot of information on the biking habits of both students and the staff members. And we found out that quite a lot take the car. Um, many of the staff members do because of the distance, but also quite a lot of them do it because of the bad river. And the same was for the students. But with the students, most do take the, the, the bike. Uh, but yet still quite a few do take the car, despite living within the zero to five distance distance. Uh, within Alcyon. So that was also like due to bad weather. And most people also said the distance was kind of surprising. And also uh, that they're afraid of smelling and sweating after biking. So again, the bad weather, we really can't do anything about because this is Denmark. Um, So one of the solutions we came up with, which we also saw as the biggest issue was there's no shelters. So that is, the point, uh, the first point is that we need to have shelters. Um, shelters, bicycles. Yeah. Into, exactly, and the next thing was kind of looking into if, yeah, if if it should be locked shelters, which a lot of the uh, staff members wanted, or if it should just be like rooftops. And then we kind of came up with the idea that we think a roof over current bike stands would be the best idea. Um, also because that would kind of help with the the bikes not getting destroyed by the river. And it also didn't wouldn't cost us as much as building completely new shelters and having a locked bike cellar. Um, the next thing we also found out was that there is definitely a need for more bike stands. Um, adding these bike stands was it, it was kind of difficult for us to kind of estimate how many there should be because ideally there should be a lot more according to a survey we found from uh, the cyclist um, community in uh, Denmark. But that's not reality. So we kind of had to find what, what estimations would be possible and still be best for solving this issue. Um, yeah. And then, especially at the SDU area, we found out quite, we needed quite a lot more, more bike stands.
1: Yeah. But it's around the next 300.
3: Issue was also. Yeah. Exactly. That's a number a lot. Yeah. And ideally, it should be 400. So. And the next issue was actually of the design of the current bike stands that it's not that people were completely unhappy, but nobody was very happy about them either. A lot of people complained about them not being efficient and how they actually scratch the bikes. So my, me and Barbara, we kind of came up with different design solutions um, for what the new bike stands could look like, or if we need to build, rebuild those that are at current, how they should look. Um, and then we also talk, found out that the placement is quite um, quite important because it needs to be close to the entrances that are used the most or else students are not going to use them. Um,
1: yeah. A solution also, to this could also be just to interrupt you. Sorry. But uh, it, yeah, it's, okay. it's also possible to have bike stands a bit further away from the building, maybe, but then having some additional benefits like a rooftop. Uh, so you walk the extra 20 meters to the yeah
3: exactly but that's kind of difficult to find out if students are going to use them so it's kind of like oh yeah what would the best solution be there Um, and this is kind of the main solutions we came up with and then we also found out that overall we kind of need to create a more like we bike to elseian culture like make people want to be part of LCN biking uh, culture and this could done in different ways uh, small ideas was like having uh, the e-bike stations and lockers to kind of involve those who has the e-bike um, then also getting showers for the EASV department so they also have their own areas but then also one of the ideas that we came up with was having a self-help repair station because this will kind of help those students who doesn't know where to get the bike fixed um, and then for the future we could uh, kind of make a repair workshop where we have students helping to fix these uh, these bikes, um, and also to contribute with the overall bike culture, will be like having rental bikes for the exchange students, uh, maybe a competition or a biking month. And when Corona is over, hopefully soon, we could also have like some activities where we kind of learn the foreign students and also the staff, uh, if those who don't know how to bike in the Danish uh, on the Danish roads, mm-hmm. and. The last idea we kind of came up came up with was uh, actually regarding Green Alcyon, that quite a lot of the, the staff members have heard about Green Alcyon, but don't know what it is. And almost none of the students have heard about it. So kind of for the, for the future, make them more present at, at Alcyon and kind of spread the word a bit more. But that would be like a whole new project to look at, I think. So I yeah, think that was sure. the overall solution.
0: Yeah, that's definitely right. Uh, some bit of um, Green ASEON promotion can definitely not harm. I would perfectly agree also <laughs> as being part of uh, uh, of Green ASEON. One thing uh, I think that could perhaps also be interesting for our listeners is that you have mentioned that about 400 new bike stands would be needed, um, or 300 to 400 perhaps. Um, so what is the current number of bike stands? Just to set this in relation. Uh, do you, do you happen to know that? Approximately?
2: Yes, uh, we we have investigated that with the, with the campus leaders and currently we have 122 bike stands for SDU and then 75 bike stands for ESV which is very insufficient especially for ESV part of the campus since many students feel that they have nowhere to put their bike and stuff especially.
0: Yes. The second thing that could be interesting is that uh, what you have mentioned and the measures, which all sound very, very reasonably um, um, to me, is um, do you have any idea whether there are different measures needed for the staff and for the students? So what you mentioned so far, besides the distance issue, which is different for students and staff, uh, at least at SDU Sunderburg, um, what could be um, or do you see any specific needs or specific um, requirements between the two groups?
1: Oh.
3: That's where we actually found out that the, the shower facilities are mostly used by, by staff members. And, and those at SDU, they said that at the moment, with the amount of people who who use the showers, the facility is okay. But if more people start to use it, then the facilities won't be good enough. Um, and then we also found out that the people at the ESV, they don't really think that, that they have any showers to use. They can use the orchestra, but, but there's still some rules that applies making it difficult for them to do it. So we found out the shower is definitely an issue for those who have the long distance
0: no.
3: and also the e-bike stations.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, but uh, thankfully, most e-bikes have batteries that can be uh, removed from the bikes and, and charged externally. That would uh, also make it easier, uh, so especially for staff members. No problem then to to charge their uh, batteries. But uh, of course, a safe place for e-bikes e-bikes is important, and um, this should be guaranteed with the new stands. So. Uh, they can be safely and also probably dry uh, a dry place place for placing their expensive bicycles. Um, just a figure in in Germany, every third bike now is that is sold is an e bike. So this is the direction we are going, and the e bikes especially are very good because they increase the the distance you can travel without sweating and and still coming relaxed to your workplace to about 10 kilometers. So this is uh, a very good improvement and makes uh, very much sense if you're within this distance. And uh, then at least you can drive when it's good weather. And quite often, I, I cycle quite a lot myself and I noticed that although it's raining a, a lot, um, it is still, there are a lot of uh, in interruptions in between where you can have it dry and if you have the proper clothing uh, just being warm enough in winter uh, you can still cycle and not getting wet I mean there are good intervals in between if you can can manage to shift a little bit and especially our staff can in principle shift so they don't need to to drive at a certain time, usually not, or many of them not. So I guess there is quite a lot of potential for people to actually use the bicycle. So um, just to to inform you also a little bit about how we proceed now, we have uh, now the basic knowledge on the needs and, uh, and need to think about where to place the, the new stands and it's actually very obvious from the study that we need significant, significantly more stands at and around Alcyon we need shelters for the bikes if possible smart shelters uh, the smartness could mean that there is access to repair station or it could mean that there is roof sh- roof shelter is generating that's also additionally generating electricity for example using organic photovoltaics and there is, actually, uh, there is actually first plans to include uh, photovoltaic shelters with the help of a new EU project, because then we, we can include uh, a demonstration site for our own science. And that makes sense. And this information will be proceeded to the ownership association, because they are in charge of what is happening around ASEON and they have to to say OK to it. The next step is to come up with more specific plans uh, for where to place the new stands. We include the municipality in the planning of more bike stands as there are plans to also refurbish the area around the train station uh, with more bicycle stands, which is just opposite Aelsea. And recently we had the first meeting with a responsible architect at the municipality on this. And they are now planning a tour and they will walk all the ways around and have a look at the different places. At the same time, we need to think about funding possibilities. It is quite expensive to establish more bike stands, especially if they should be smart and having a a rooftop. That is what we discuss at the moment, but we hope to have some uh, improvements established before the summer. Of course, we keep you updated here on this channel. And uh, if there are no more comments from you, other three, then I would say we are finished for today's episode. And I thank you for listening. And I thank our guests, Anna and Boboa, for joining us today. Thank you.
0: Thanks a lot for having us.
1: Thanks a lot to all of you. And bye bye for next time.